the, the NFL stands for not for long. Second down and goal from just inside the two. Backs offset. Sharga and Armstead. Rollout. Walker. Still running out. Looks to the left. Wide open. Thompson touchdown. Colin Thompson with the touchdown. There was nobody within 20 yards. What of a catch off the bobble. Colin Thompson scoops it up. Lofting quarter. The end zone. It is caught for the touchdown. The first NFL touch for Colin Thompson is a score. All right, welcome back to another episode of Not For Long Media. This is your host, Colin Thompson. A special interview today, coming to you live from Key West, Florida. Buddy of mine, George, NASA George, is in the house. How are we doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Hold the mic up a little bit more. We're going to get this guy's going to be a professional. <laughs> George is a big fan of the McAfee show, but we don't have that type of budget there where we can have the mics down. So we're going to... The mic stand. The mic stand. <laughs> what do you like about McAfee, though? I mean, I know you've become a huge fan of his, and we talk about him a lot. I've told George, I, try, I don't listen to as much football stuff during football season because it's all I hear about anyways. I don't need to hear, you know, what's going on in the league. I get to experience it every day. What do you like McAfee's show, man? Cause he's like taking off. He's getting paid a ton of money. He deserves it though. Uh, I like that. He just, he, he's himself all the time. Like doesn't turn off his, uh, his energy for anybody. Um, wants to do things his way. Even the big deal with FanDuel. I mean, he said he's not changing anything about the show, no matter how long that partnership keeps going. And it's not even a full, full fledged deal. I mean, that's just a, a sports book sponsor for his show. So I think what he's doing is really cool, kind of paving a way for guys like yourself and others to kind of keep blowing up. He is massive. And, you know, the gambling sector of sports has become absolutely massive. I won't touch it until I'm done playing, obviously, just for <laughs> obvious reasons. But it's a huge part of the show because, you know, for someone like him, I mean, th- this is what it's all about. He's got guys like Aaron Rodgers on. He's got A.J. Hawk to be his co-host. He's kind of got like the Danettes like they have on Dan Patrick's show there. Yeah, and then this year he added um, Chuck Pagano, former Colts coach, as a, a regular uh, coaching up or coaching up with Chuck. Really, I never heard yep. that segment. What is that like? How do they work? Uh, he just comes on. They talk about the previous week in football and things Chuck Pagano would do as a coach to uh, adjust game plans or how he would attack certain opponents, things like that. Um, primarily talking defense because that was his specialty. Yeah, he was a great coach. Obviously, battled cancer. And then did Bruce Arians step in for him? He did. Yeah. And then Bruce got the Arizona job, obviously, yep. in Tampa now. Yep. We're going to get in Tampa. We're going to get down the line. But before we do, again, appreciate you guys tuning in. Not for long media. We got NASA George in the house. We're trying to get NASA George on for a while. Uh, before we talk about NASA George and why we call him NASA George, I'm going to talk about our official sponsor of Not for Long Media. That is Wealth Advisory Services. If you don't know them, you should check them out. WealthAdvisoryServices.com. I've talked about Paul. I've talked about Dave. I've talked about their team over there. George knows crew. Crew is a great guy. He's a great guy. And, you know, lucky I've been able to work with with Paul uh, about, you know, 401k planning, about investing, about buying new homes. Like I've talked about before about getting married and, and saying, OK, how much money can we spend? What can we do? And then especially for me, where do you make your money in season and the money stops? How do you handle that? So he's always been available to talk through anything from, you know, buying, selling stocks to investing um, so it's been awesome for me, especially as a newlywed to go through those things, but I know he does retirement. He does so many different things. And the nice thing is they're located in Dawestown, Bucks County. They're also located in Cape May, New Jersey. So if you go on the Jersey shore in the summer, you're there for the week, you need a break from the family. You want to have a quick lunch with somebody, just hit me up and I'll put you in touch with crew. That's Paul Krumenacker, Dave Jenkins, and their team with a hundred plus years of experience at wealthadvisoryservices.com. Check them out. So appreciate you guys, the official sponsor of not for long media. All right, so 
Super Bowl happened. We're down in Key West. Yep. Hanging out, watched the game with a great group of friends, family. Uh, shout out to uh, Shots and Giggles. Shots and Giggles. And Tattoos and Scars. Yep. For hosting an awesome Super Bowl event. I was on a podcast earlier today. And, you know, I tell people all the time, like, Key West is some of the best places to watch football. This would be your oh, first yeah. time in a while. We watch a lot of football down here together, but. How crazy was it in town for the Super Bowl? It was an awesome environment. Um, people walking all around town wearing jerseys. Saw a couple of Stafford Lions jerseys, which is cool. Um, bars were pretty filled up. People acting uh, acting very excited for the game. Uh, Steve, and Kip, uh, Steve Kibbe had a great setup at Shots and Giggles. It, did, man. it was an awesome environment. Spread. It was a great environment. You know, there, there was so much going on, especially this town, right? It's a very bar-driven, restaurant-driven. Yeah. And everyone's from all different places. So, to, you know, to watch at Shots and Giggles, to watch – at a place like Tattoos and Scars, and, you know, everyone there was just unbelievable, so hospitable. But my initial reactions right away, and then I'll get to yours, George. I, you know, obviously the Rams win 23-20. Uh, I hated to predict the game, probably because we had Chris Myrick on last week from Cincinnati Bengals, <laughs> but I thought the Rams were going to win by three. I, I picked predicted 30-27, to 27, obviously off, but, you know, hit on the three because it just such great teams, so evenly matched teams, two teams that deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Um, obviously a guy like Cooper cup winning the MVP rightfully. So absolutely dominant year. year. What a beast he's been. Did you have him on your fantasy team? Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. (laughs) What round did you take him? I don't remember, but I mean, steal the draft. I think no matter where he got him, he's a monster. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to play fantasy football this year for the first time in a while in the NFL, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, we had so a good league. We had a good league. And, you know, I didn't set my lineup. I'm going to say that. <laughs> and my wife ended up beating me. And then. Me and Sid. And um, who won? Sid. That's a tough. That's, football expert in the house. She right? is a football expert in the house. <laughs> I, I'm on here just running my mouth, blabbling on, uh, babbling on. But really, she knows what we're doing. So, you know, I'll kick it over to you. I, again, a great game. I thought Coop deserved to be MVP. Obviously, Aaron Donald comes up and makes a huge play at the end. And what are your thoughts? Did you expect the Rams to win initially? I did. I liked them, what, I think it was four and a half or something. Um, I liked that. I thought it was going to be higher scoring than it was. felt like it took the teams a little while to get going. Um, and then it came out in the second half pretty slow. Um, Stafford had a couple bad moments, but I'm glad he was able to make a play um, towards the end to kind of give that team the win. Um, kind of knew Aaron Donald was going to have a good day. Uh, that Bengals offensive line really struggled, especially down the stretch. So it's only a matter of time until he he got a couple. I thought, I thought that it was an evenly matched game. Obviously, I thought maybe Cincinnati was going to try to come out and, and run at them a little bit more. I agree. Yeah, yeah. They didn't really. I don't think Mixon had a very big day. Um, not a bad. He's day, a stud. He is. I mean, he does a little bit of everything too. They have a great roster. They're going to be around for a really yeah. long time. I read something about all, all the cap space they have. Obviously, when you have a number one receiver on a rookie contract, you know, obviously a number one quarterback on a rookie contract. T. Higgins had a really good year this year. Is he? Now, what year is he? Where's he from? Third year, went to Clemson. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You hate that. stud for Clemson. Huge catch. I mean, that, that pulled, yeah. pulled them right back into it. Yeah. And probably gave the game a little bit of a shot of life. Yeah, I think he ended up leading the game in receiving yards. I mean, he had a really nice name. And to put in perspective how hard that is to do what he did, not the catch, not the play. That was right out of halftime. Yeah. They sat. That's an hour halftime. Yeah. Usually we have a 15-minute halftime. I think it was an hour. Pretty sure it's an hour. I mean, it's definitely much longer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's 45 minutes plus. So to be able to sit in there and be 
that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, I don't know how these teams are going to come out and perform in the second half. Usually you're still sweating when you come out at halftime. If you just finish the drive, those guys were ice cold. So, but it gives you some time to like eat and get some food digested. Uh, but overall, an awesome Super Bowl. You know, obviously the Rams take a victory. The Rams punter, and I'm going to talk about our sponsors at Pro Star Sports, one of the best punters in the league. You know, Johnny Hecker drops that ball. Um, obviously didn't affect the game. Good for him because he's a legend. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Notoriously known for something. He's having a huge arm. He can make all the throws. Yeah. But he's a Pro Star Sports guy. I've been lucky to work with Pro Star Sports. Chris Meyer is in the Super Bowl. Tight end for the uh, Bengals was on last week. He's a Pro Star Sports guy. Paul, uh, Warren, excuse me, and John, their team over there at Pro Star have been awesome with me. George is, you know, he's been a great friend for years. He knows the guys over yeah. at Pro Star. Met them at the wedding. They were great. Yeah, great guys. <laughs> so I've been lucky to work with them. I, I'm fortunate. The best part about them from a player's perspective is the fact they represent so many coaches in the league, which I think a lot of agents or maybe you hear about are just representing, you know, players or talent, on-field talent, right? So you get the coaches. So you really know where you stand across the league. I've been fortunate to work with them. And then with the NIL stuff that's going on, that stuff's been crazy. Yeah, that's really going to be an interesting dynamic. Did you think that would take off the way it did? I mean, I kind of figured it would. I mean, there's tons of money going into college sports already. Figured only a matter of time that the players start seeing some of that once uh, once all this stuff got greenlit. Um, I don't know how it's going to change recruiting in the long term, but there's going to be it's a like couple schools that emerge out of nowhere with a lot of money. It's like free agency. I mean, that's... Oh, yeah, for sure. It's free agency, for sure. Uh, but Pro Star Sports... ProStarsports.com, check out their client list, check out, you know, people that you want to work with, refer to, well, I'll help you get in touch with them. The best part about it, I, get, I said, is now with the name, image, likeness stuff coming on and the contracts and lawyers, Paul's obviously are the head agent, uh, Paul Sheehy, and he's a lawyer. So he's going through all the contracts for me, going through all that process. And I've been lucky to have them on my team since day one. They were luckily one of the few agents to reach out to me. And I was so fortunate to, to be with them. Um, they're based out of Denver. They're based out of Philly. They have ties in Arizona. So they're really cut nationwide pro star sports, check them out on social media, huge Facebook following awesome coaches, players, really half the coaches I've worked with in this league are pro star guys. So I've been fortunate. I really have. All right, George, I got to get George warmed up here. We're going to do a little like quarterback round table. We were thinking, thinking about what we could talk about for this week's episode. Uh, we're going to go about NFL quarterbacks. I'm going to say the team. I'm going to say the, the quarterback and I'm going to, you're going to say, you know, who you think it's going to be back next year, Are they're going to be back or not. They're going to be traded or not. Okay. I, of course, as a current player, I'm not going to be really chiming in too much on my thoughts. Smart. <laughs> but George uh, is going to be speaking for him. Not me, but speaking for himself. Let's see what he says. So NFL QBs cue the music. We're not going to cue the music. We're not going to do that here. This is not a radio show. It's a podcast. Oh, you're on the hot seat. Could you play the hot seat like drop right now? Dun, dun. <laughs> So what you want to do here is we're going to start with George's team, the Baltimore Ravens. Do you think Lamar Jackson is yeah. back at quarterback? He'll sign Lamar. He'll get a nice deal. I think reading stuff the other day, it's been a little slow in the negotiating process because Lamar is still representing himself. Um, is he really? Yeah. His mom, him and his mom did his deal out of college when he got drafted. And now he's doing, I think, kind of exclusively by himself. So um, GM is working directly with him. So I think it's been a little bit of a different negotiation, but I think it'll get done. Wow. Yeah, it's always really – it's it's. I don't think Pro Star Sports would advise that. Uh, it's actually <laughs> – I mean, it's definitely a risky move. It's a risky move. And Go. then, I mean, some of the stuff I've I've been paying attention to is like, you know, 
the, the GM, Eric DeCosta, has to go in those negotiations. If he wants to say something harsh about him, he's not saying it to an agent. He's saying it literally to his quarterback. So definitely an interesting dynamic. Yeah, that is a tough dynamic before. And then the, those feelings, like, don't go away. Right. But you got to pay him max money. He deserves max money. I agree. He deserves probably a record, record-breaking deal. I agree. I mean, he's he does so much for that team, makes up for um, a couple of bad spots. I mean, this year with all the injuries they had, they were still pretty competitive most of the year until he went down um, just because of all the things he can make up for. So, Yeah, he's a monster. He's a stud. It was cool to practice against them this year in Carolina to see that you know first-class operation that they have in Baltimore. They had tons of success over the years, obviously. To see them has been, been awesome. All right, so for the Eagles fans out there, we have a bunch of Eagles fans that listen to the pod. Is Jalen Hurts back as the quarterback of the Eagles next year? I think he'll be back. I don't know if he's the answer long-term, but I think he'll be back. I'm not really sure where you go next. I mean, I think as a Ravens fan, been kind of lucky where we went from Flacco to Lamar and we have some steady state there. I just get so scared of like, you have a guy that's at least decent. You move on from him. I don't know where you go next. It's tough. <laughs> he's a good player. He, he is. He beat us down the stretch with his feet, with his arm. He's a stud. He's a leader. He's a guys love playing for him at Oklahoma right. and Alabama. He gets guys motivated around him. He's a gamer kind of cop out answer, but like, I don't know. It's a real answer. I just, I don't know if he's the answer long-term, but I think he's good enough that you can win with him. Okay. We'll keep it moving. Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Is he back in Green Bay? I don't think so. I've gone back and forth, especially like hearing him on Mac. Like you said, I listen a lot. He's on there every Tuesday. Um, I don't think he's back just because I think he's done with that front office. Um, I kind of think he forces his way to Denver. Uh, His old OC in Green Bay is now the head coach there. So I could see him making his way over there. All right. So we'll cross Denver off the list there at the bottom. You think Aaron Rodgers will be in Denver? I do. Okay. How about let's go with Seattle. You think Russell Wilson is back? I think he's gone. I think him and Pete Carroll have run their course. I think Russ wants to get out. Um, last offseason, there was a lot of rumors about him leaving, and I think he, he finally forced his way out this year. Doesn't want to be part of a what looks like it's going to be a long rebuild for them. Jimmy G in San Francisco. I think he's gone just because they spent a first-round pick on a guy. Um, but I, I think he had a nice year. I mean, he, he's a good fit for that team, I think. Um, kind of a game manager type, which sometimes people take as a bad thing. But if all you got to do is not turn the ball over and give your team an opportunity to win, I mean, I think he did that. So I don't know where he ends up, but I don't think he's going to be there. Yeah, he's a leader. He's going to be an interesting dynamic of how that goes there because he's had a lot of success with that franchise. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some stuff. People think maybe he ends up in Tampa, follows Tom, um, like back in the New England days, just following Tom around. But And that leads into the next question. What do you think Tampa's going to do? I mean, it could be Jimmy G. Maybe I think they drafted Kyle Trask. Right? Second round last year. So Gator. I mean, that, that could be interesting. He had a really nice um, final year in college there at the Gators. So maybe he gets an opportunity. Maybe he does. He's a stud. He, he, he kind of, to me, he was like the most underrated player in the draft. Him and Kyle Pitts were unreal together. Yeah. Um, but I think that last bowl game when he had nobody around him and he played in the bowl game and he threw a bunch of picks, you know, but still, hey, I think it was. Yeah, I mean, that, he. I think he had an awesome year. I probably watched more Florida football than any other team last year and um, was super impressed by his poise and the way he hangs in the pocket. Um, pretty tough guy. And I think kind of an underrated athlete too. A lot of Florida football. Uh, full disclosure, George's wife, <laughs> Angela, uh, played lacrosse at Florida with my wife, Sydney. So we are always watching some Gator football together for sure. I want to talk about the viewership. It was pretty incredible. 
ESPN report here, an estimated 101 million people watched the Rams win the Super Bowl over the Cincinnati Bengals on NBC and Telemundo, up from 2021 and capping a stirring playoff schedule for the NFL. Last year's game had a television audience of 95 million, the lowest since 2006, which is crazy because it's COVID year. Everyone's at home watching. That's a fascinating number. I just can't can't believe that. Uh, Last year increase was the original estimate of 92 million, saying it had an undercounted amount, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I should be reading that. NBC said that 100, excuse me, 11 million people streamed the game, putting the total audience at 112 million people. 112 a, million people. That's a massive number. I mean, I don't know how you, what the comparison is and what the numbers were like for the World Series. I think they're Stanley like 30 to 40 million. Thing, but I mean, that's 100 million is insane. Over 100 million is absolutely incredible. 100 million people. I mean, that moves the, the meter. Yeah. I mean, that's what a third of the country. I mean, that's <laughs> craziness. Absolutely insane. But that's the NFL. And then we're just getting started. Do you, re- do you enjoy the draft? Do you enjoy the offseason? I do. Yeah. I, I, I pay attention to all of it. Um, Definitely get into mock draft season, checking <laughs> who the Ravens are going to take in the first round. The Ravens always draft late, and they always hit a home run. They do. This will be the first year in a while that they're kind of uh, a little further up in the pack. I think they're 14th or something like that. And um, But, yeah, I love all the all the draft coverage, all the free agency news. Yeah, I pay attention to all of it. I asked you a question earlier and kind of stumped you. I said if we can add one player to the Ravens roster, obviously George, big-time Ravens fan, Panthers fan, of course, but Ravens fans, the team, born in Baltimore area. Uh if you could add one player, who could it, who would it be? Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of. Really... Or how about a free agent that left that you liked a lot that wished didn't leave over the years? I mean, there's the hero kind of guys like Suggs. I wish he didn't leave back in the day. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I'm interested to see what this team does when they get healthy. Um, hopefully, they don't have the injury bug like last year, because I think they actually have a really talented roster. Just so many guys out early last year. Um, I think they need to add an edge rusher. So maybe they go get a veteran guy like Von Miller if he wants to keep playing. Um, you know, there's like the, the kind of awesome names like Devontae Adams, but I'm not sure really they need another wide receiver right now. So I love it. I don't know if they have the cap for it either. <laughs> <laughs> I love getting the fans' perspective. George's ton of knowledge of it. Um, NASA George, we didn't even get into it. Got to explain what NASA George means before we move on. NASA George, aerospace engineer degree from the University of Maryland. Yep. What do you currently do now? Uh, so I work for General Dynamics on a NASA NOAA um, joint weather satellite program. Um, we bring the data for three-day and seven-day forecasts, big storm tracking, all that kind of stuff. NASA George, everybody. Yeah. All right, we're going to transi- transition to two of your passions. We're, we're going to save F1 for the next okay. question, but we're going to go to Maryland basketball right okay. now. Season ticket holder Yep. for Maryland Hoops. Uh, they hire, excuse me, they fire Mark Turgeon eight games into the season. Yep. It's not been a good year. No, it's been tough. Uh, tough getting motivated to go to games. Um, the, the fan base was really unhappy with Mark Turgeon in the past really two to three years. And I think he finally got tired of hearing all the noise. They got off to a much slower start than expected this year. I mean, they had, they're bringing in a bunch of transfers. People thought the team could be solid. I think they, started the year in the top 25 in some polls and um, we're really slow out of the gates. And he's, I think it was a mutual parting of ways between him and uh, the athletic director. We're just that this was the time. Yeah. And he had a lot of success over the years. I mean, not, he did not as much as people wanted. I mean, they wanted more yeah. sweet 16s, but um, a good number of, of tournaments were made. 
Um, good rosters. The, the too. best roster you ever had was the COVID year. Um, that team was special. Yeah, which is, didn't get to play out. But um, it, this year has been tough for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you had one person he could he would hire. If you meant if you had a pick, you're the AD. You have a blank checkbook. A booster comes in your office and says, George, go get this guy. We're going to pay him out of anywhere. And he would want it, and he would come there. Who do you think would it be? I, the name I like the most is Nate Oates, who's the coach for Alabama. Um, and maybe that's because they, they whooped Maryland in the tournament last year with hitting like 16 threes or something like that. But um, I think he's got an exciting style. I think he's a good recruiter. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen, um, but I, he's the name I would want. That's your Maryland basketball update. What a cool stadium, cool arena. It's a great place, especially when the team's good. That place gets rocking. It's a great place to watch a game. SVP rolls in, then he rolls out oh, to yeah. Bentley's after. Oh, Is yeah. it true or not true that he has an open tab at Bentley's? There, that's that's the rumor. He's got a name. He doesn't use Scott Van Pella. I can't remember the name, but um, say Steve Smith says throw it on Steve Smith at Bentley's, and I mean rips it up down there. <laughs> <laughs> He's a legend. He was a legend. I actually met him at a bowl game at our bowl game at Mad Hatter. The bar in DC. Oh yeah, I remember I texted you. I'm like, yeah, I know what you're doing right now. It's a Tuesday night. We're out here on a bowl game. Yeah, we're gonna have to run into him in uh, Stanford Steve around town. I know, I know. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna just, yeah, won't be safe. No one will be safe. <laughs> Amount of sports talk, and there'll be absolutely zero, zero beers consumed. No. All right. So I talked about our friends over at ProStar Sports, our official sponsor, Wealth Advisory Services. I want to talk about people, Fuel Hunt, the best workout gear I've ever had, the best garb. I'm always wearing their stuff. I love their sliders underneath, compression shorts. I love their shorts. They're perfect fitting. I love their workout material. It's sweat wicking. It's nice. It's still cotton too. It's like that, that cotton feel, but it's easy to wear. Sweat wicking. Their new hats are freaking awesome. And I just love their culture around it. Their social media culture. It's a, it's a community. It's a family. It's a vibe. It's something about people that get up every day. They're grinding daily America, nine to five but also they're working out or they're traveling or they're doing certain things that, you know, the uncommon man isn't, they're not making excuses. They're taking control of their destiny. That's people. If you will hunt, check them out. If you will hunt.com. I've got to know Drew and I've had him and his partner on the podcast. Check out the previous episode we had. I think it was somewhere in the thirties range, maybe forties when they were on, they talked about just building their brand and working nine to five and just being sick of it. And they want to get a hold of their stuff. Um, and, and the whole of their life. And they said, well, how can we do this? You know, the few will hunt. They're the people that will hunt for their food, but you know, they're willing to work for it and make no complaints. And they put that into their materials. They're working with MMA. They're working with UFC. It's a really unique company that I've been lucky to pair with on and off the field in football. George, let's switch, switch to F1. Okay. You've begged me to get into this <laughs> and I've pushed back. And I apologize as a friend, <laughs> not doing that. I've tried to watch a Netflix show. I promise on live air, I'll be getting in the F1 now. We go. A new season starting, correct? Tell us a little bit of F1, how you get into it, and a little bit about just F1 in general. So when people get into it, because they're going to make the same promise I am. Just had another buddy that I convinced to watch the show, burned through it in about two weeks, and now he's hooked and can't wait for the next season to start. So See? you got to do it. What a good friend I am. <laughs> so talk about F1, though, like what to like what it's about, and you started because of the Netflix show. So, yeah, I got just – during quarantine, started watching the show um, and immediately became addicted. Um, the storylines are really interesting. Some guys have pushed back against the storyline, saying some of it's created, but I mean, that's TV for you. But um, a really interesting dynamic of the drivers are in the same car as their teammate, 
but one guy is clearly going to do better than the other guy. So there's an interesting rivalry dynamic in, in team. Then you got big competition between all the other teams. There's really kind of top two top teams that uh, have run away with um, the, the circuit in the past few years, which is Mercedes uh, with Lewis Hamilton, who's a, a racing legend. Um, and now Red Bull, um, they won the past season. Um, well, I guess their, their team didn't, but Max Verstappen, their lead driver, um, won the championship, the driver's championship. And then kind of everybody else kind of fights for those midfield positions, they call them the, the, the second tier of teams, basically. Um, and the show gives a great look at each individual team, each individual driver. And from there, you can kind of pick a driver or a team you like. And, and it's, it's a ton of fun. Um, similar to Premier League, where they do qualifying on Saturday mornings. So wake up on Saturday, get some coffee, uh, watch the qualifying, because that really sets up everything for the race day. I mean, depending on where you qualify, it can really make or break your day. And then races are Sunday morning, typically. Uh, most of the races are all across Europe and, and the Middle East. So, Who's your favorite race team? I really don't know. Um, I feel like taking Red Bull is a cop-out answer, but I really like their style. I like the, um, the team principal, as they call him. He's kind of like the GM of the team, um, Christian Horner. I like him a lot. Um, Max Verstappen is kind of a prickly personality, I think, but um, incredible driver. If I had to pick a, another team that's maybe not the top two teams, um, probably McLaren. Um, I like the drivers. Um, I like the look of the car. Um, and they got a lot of history, too. Yeah, look at everything. I remember back in the day, like the Jeff Gordon car, the DuPont and all the different colors. Like, yeah, that was sweet. They call it the papaya car. It's a nice, like, orange, like soft orange color all across the car. Papaya. That's a strong name. <laughs> That's a strong name. <laughs> so we talked a little Super Bowl. We talked George made his picks on some of the quarterback stuff circus around the league. A lot to look forward to. I'm bummed that Brady retired. Are you? I mean, I think he's a legend in the league. He, he hurt my, my feelings for a long time being a Ravens fan. We had a lot of tough battles with them with the Patriots, but past few years, I definitely started to um, respect him a little bit more. Not maybe not respect, but enjoy watching him play a little bit more. Cause it wasn't always um, in conference. And I mean, he's obviously the greatest of all time. I mean, it's always tough to see one of the greats leave the game. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough. I was like, I was happy because he's gone out of the NFC South as a Carolina <laughs> Panther, but it's like, man, it was really cool to like look across and, you know, you want to compete against the best and yeah. Um, I didn't have to directly compete against him. <laughs> so I'll leave that for our great linebacker, Shaq Thompson, and for all the other guys, you know, Hassan and Not Brian. Not easy task. No. Stuff Gilmore and Brian Burns, the two better players and better men than me. So <laughs> they can handle that. I'm just going to sit and watch on the sideline and cheer you guys on. Uh, we talked a little viewership, uh, which was out of this world for the NFL again. It always will be. It's going to continue to be. I think, you know, the combine is going to be moving to in a couple of years to certain places. I don't know mm. if it's public yet, but. There's a lot of things in the move. The NFL is going just strictly business like they always are. And I was saying this earlier, like the NFL, like the quarterback are so much better than they've ever been. The, there's so many good ones now. Yeah. Uh, we talked Maryland hoops, talked F1. That was it. We got through the list. NASA George, our first time together, a little tompy time with NASA George. Appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. That does it for another episode of Not For Long Media. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you haven't Listen to the last two episodes, really two great episodes leading up to the Super Bowl and Mike McGlinchey, 49ers, right tackle, first round pick. And then you got Chris Meyer, Cincinnati Bengals, tight end. So great insight on their thoughts and the playoffs and one of, if not the best playoffs of all time. Make sure you check out our sponsors, our official sponsor, Wealth Advisory Services. Check them out, wealthadvisoryservices.com. If you don't know them, you should. Located in Doylestown, Bucks County, and Cape May, New Jersey. Our friends at Few Will Hunt. Our friends at Pro Star Sports, 
Thank you guys for your support. That does it for an episode of Not Long Media.